Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Wednesday. And my, oh, my, does it feel nice to say that. Well, if you think Sean Miller sweats during a college basketball game, you should have watched me here on Wednesday night. I was pacing back and forth in one room on my big screen. I had Memphis in overtime, of course, in a thriller against VCU. On my small screen in another room, I'm watching the final minute of that Northern Kentucky-Illinois State game on ESPN+. And on my phone, I'm following the Gopher game. And a little trouble, though. The wife came down in the closing moments to talk about the status of the Christmas letter. Needless to say, she didn't like my response, so I may have to skip the podcast tomorrow and get that Christmas letter done. But let's recap the games because it was really, really interesting. I cash on Memphis, minus the two and a half. They win by five in overtime. Largest lead of the game. It came at the right time for me. We cashed that not once, but twice. You backed that one on Twitter. You guys are now 17 and 10 year to date for me. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the votes. And thank you for the winner. I had UMass minus the one and a half at Towson. That was a dreadful play. Only good thing I can say about that is it wasn't competitive competitive enough to have to worry about in the closing minutes. So I just chalked that one up as a loss. I had Northern Kentucky plus the two and a half. Some of you might been able to get three on this game. I only had the two and a half and it came back to bite me. The Norse led by seven in the second half, gave up a big run to Illinois State, then were down three at the line, shooting two with 43 seconds to go. We missed both free throws. Oh, boy, that always hurts. But then, with four seconds to go, we have the basketball again, down three. As a gambler, you always say, hey, please foul. I'm getting plus three here. Foul me. Send me to the line. Maybe something crazy happens with the timing. I don't get a chance to foul again, and I can cover this thing. They don't foul. Northern Kentucky misses the three. They lose the game by three, and I lose the bet by the half. Then I had Vermont minus the one and a half. They trailed most of the basketball game. They get up five late thanks to the foul game with four seconds to go. Then Northeastern goes down, hits the meaningless three at the buzzer to lose by two. Now, I cashed my one and a half, but this line was all over the board. It got as high as Vermont minus three and a half, and then by the time it closed here on Wednesday – It finished in several spots with Northeastern as the favorite by one and a half. So whatever you did on that play, I hope it worked out for you. But at least I won that one by the half a point after losing Northern Kentucky by the half a point. And as they say, sometimes things even out. And it did on the same night for me, I guess. On the frozen pond, I cashed the Stars and the Panthers over the six goals. In the NBA, I lose on the Nets and the Hawks. I had the over 241. Had a dreadful second quarter of scoring. That did me in, so I lost that bet. But you add it all together, thanks to the Twitter vote, I have a winning day, and now we'll try to make it back-to-back. So let's start in the National Football League. Not the greatest game here, I guess. It's the New England Patriots plus the six at the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
So the last three weeks, the Patriots have scored a total of 13 points. That's it. And the crazy thing is they actually had seven more first down than, than the Colts, plus had more yards per play in that game. Then they had eight more first downs than the Giants two weeks ago. They had the same number of first downs last week against the Chargers and did have more yards per play. They just can't finish drives. The Patriots ranked dead last, averaging just 12.3 points per game. Pittsburgh ranks 28th, averaging just 16 points per game. That's why this is an Iowa Hawkeye-like total, I guess. Pittsburgh ranks 6th, giving up 19.1 points per game. The Patriots rank 15th, giving up 21.2 points per game. Let's look at the luck rankings, since things do tend to even out. The Steelers rank 3rd in the luck rankings. The Patriots rank 30th. The Steelers rank 2nd in turnover differential at plus 10. The Patriots rank 31st at a minus 9. So no Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. Bailey Zappi should be better, making a second consecutive start for the Patriots. After going three and out the first four times in the first half, the Patriots did not have, or did have, excuse me, a first down on each drive in the second half. So that was a sign of progress. I'm going to plug my nose and grab the six with the Patriots on the road at Pittsburgh. Next up, we go to the prop bets. And if you think playing New England was crazy for the game, how about this? I'm going to bet New England and Pittsburgh prop bets, three of them, all to the over. Oh, boy, here we go. At quarterback, it's Bailey Zappi over the 156 and a half yards passing. The Steelers ranked 19th against the pass, allowing 227 yards per game. Zappi went 13 for 25 for 141 yards last week. And once again, in a back-to-back start situation, I expect much better this week. So give me Bailey Zappi over the 156 and a half yards passing. I'm going to skip running back. We go to wide receiver next. It's Deontay Johnson over the 42 and a half yards receiving. So Johnson has finished with 50 or fewer yards in four consecutive games for the Steelers. In Mitchell Trubisky's four full starts last year, Johnson had the highest target share receptions, and total yards. Johnson has been targeted 61 times by Trubisky in his Steeler career. He's the go-to guy over Pickens, so I'm going to go with him as well. Give me Deontay Johnson over the 42 and a half yards receiving for the Steelers. And then at tight end, I'm going to go Hunter Henry over the 23 and a half yards receiving for the Patriots. Henry has gone over this number in six of 11 games this season. The last two games have gone under for him. The targets are still strong, and once again, I expect Zappy to be better, so let's roll with the over. Give me Hunter Henry over the 23 and a half yards receiving for the Patriots. Then the final bet for Thursday night football is my dreaded first quarter under. I don't like him, but it's a system play, and I'm riding it out till the end. So it's the first quarter under between the Steelers and the Patriots under the six and a half at a minus 105. Next up, let's go to college basketball. There are just five line games on the card, so no real value on the card, but I'm going to force four plays since I like action. So we start with a rivalry. It's in Iowa. Well, I, or Ames, Iowa. It's in the state of Iowa. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes plus the seven at Iowa State. So some in-state rivalries play nail biters each year, but not these two of late. Last year, Iowa won by 19 in Iowa City. The year prior, Iowa State by won by 20 in Ames. 
The last five games have been decided by an average margin of 19.4 points. Iowa State is 6-2 and two on the year. They're 4-0 at home. Their losses have been to Virginia Tech and Texas A&M. Their best win this year, they beat VCU by four. Average margin of victory in their cupcake games has been 39.6 points, so that's impressive. The Cyclones are projected seventh best in the loaded Big 12 this year, but the jury's still out on just how good this team will be. Meanwhile, Iowa's projected ninth in the Big 10. They're five and three this season. They got crushed on Monday at Purdue, trailing by 35 at one point in that game. They also lost by 12 against Oklahoma and lost by eight at Creighton. So both teams will score in the 80s. Both teams shoot around 48%. The biggest difference is on defense. The Cyclones are 19 points better, but I'm willing to toss out that stat considering Iowa has the much better strength of schedule. Last year, Iowa lost to Duke prior to beating Iowa State. I think Coach Fran will have the Hawkeyes locked in tonight after the big loss at Purdue. So I'm going to grab the seven with the Hawkeyes on the road at Iowa State. Next up, it's North Dakota State minus the one and a half against Portland. So the Pilots are looking for revenge. North Dakota State pulled off the upset last year, 67 to 62 at Portland. This year, the Pilots are five and four on the season. They have wins over Long Beach State and Wyoming. They have losses to Tennessee State by 10, Nevada by 25, and Air Force by 22. So it appears to be a hot, cold team that averages 79 points per game and shoot 47.6% from the floor. North Dakota State is also 5-4 and four on the season. They won at Montana and beat San Jose State in overtime on Monday. They lost by 29 at Creighton. They lost by 15 against UC Davis on a neutral floor. They lost by 15 at Grand Canyon. And they lost by 13 at San Jose State. So if you want to fade North Dakota State based on Monday, well, it's going to be an emotional letdown after the revenge win over San Jose State. The Bison in that game hit 12 of 24 from three-point land. They're unlikely to do that again this season. And they had a kid come off the bench and score 17 points, matching the number of points he had in the first eight games combined. Yeah, those are some reasons to fade the Bison. If you want to back North Dakota State, Well, NDSU hit just 17 of 32 at the line. They're unlikely to be that bad again anytime soon. And the big fella down low played just 15 minutes because of early foul trouble. I don't see that happening tonight. So I saw more good than bad on Monday from North Dakota State. I also saw enough areas of opportunity that I should expect a little better basketball tonight. So give me the bison at home, minus the one and a half over Portland. Next up on the card, oh boy, here we go. It's Eastern Illinois, minus the three and a half against IUPUI. So the line has dropped on this one from six and a half to three and a half. So I might be missing something. Eastern Illinois is picked dead last in the Ohio Valley Conference. They're four and five on the season. The season has been highlighted by an eight-point loss at Kansas as a 38 and a half point underdog. Their lone division one win this year, was 48-46 to over Coppin State. IUPUI is 3-6 and six on the season. They're picked 10th in the horizon. I have faded them several times successfully so far this year. Their lone Division I win this season was by 10 at Valparaiso. Eastern Illinois ranks 322nd in the Ken Palm numbers. IUPUI ranks 350th. The Panthers of Eastern Illinois have played the better basketball so far this season. 
I just can't back IUPUI. So I'm going to lay the three and a half with Eastern Illinois at home over IUPUI. And the final college basketball game on the card here, it's Central Arkansas plus the seven and a half against Little Rock. Central Arkansas is just one and nine on the season, 343rd in the computer numbers, preseason pick dead last in the A-Sun. They average 69.7 points per game. They shoot just 40% from the floor, playing the 259th toughest schedule in the country. Meanwhile, Little Rock is 4-4 four and four on the season, 214th in the computer numbers, preseason number seven in the OVC. They score much better, 81.6 points per game. They shoot better, 45% from the floor, playing the 276th toughest schedule. So the Trojans have won three straight, so they come in playing their best basketball of the year. The teams have one common opponent this year, that being Tulsa. Little Rock beat Tulsa by two in overtime at home as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Central Arkansas lost to Tulsa by 17 on the road as a 13-and-a-half-point dog. Last year, these two teams split. Central Arkansas won by 11 at home. Little Rock won by nine at home. The Bears have lost five games this year by five or less. Two and nine sounds a whole lot better than one and ten for me. So after a tough road trip to Loyola Marymount and Hawaii, I think the Bears keep this one interesting. So I'm going to grab the seven and a half at home with Central Arkansas against Little Rock. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, we go to the coin flip bets. We start in the NBA. I selected the New Orleans Pelicans at the L.A. Lakers. Total of 230 in this game. Heads it is. I'm on the over 230 between the Pelicans and the Lakers. Then on the frozen pond of the NHL, I picked the Philadelphia Flyers at the Arizona Coyotes. Total of six. Tails it is, so I'm on the under six between the Flyers and the Coyotes. Before I get to the recap, how about my Minnesota Golden Gophers in college basketball? I didn't have the guts to bet them. They trailed by 17 in the first half, but they rallied to beat Nebraska by 11, so I'm a happy camper about that. Just wanted to get that one on the record. So now, let's recap my card for Thursday. In the National Football League, no plug your nose on all these plays, that's for sure. I'm on the New England Patriots, plus the six at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your prop bets tonight, I'm on Bailey Zappi, over the 156 and a half yards passing. I'm on Deontay Johnson, over the 42 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Hunter Henry, over the 23 and a half yards receiving. First quarter under, I'm on the Patriots and the Steelers, under the six and a half at a minus 105. College basketball in the Battle of Iowa. 
I'm taking the Hawkeyes plus the seven at Iowa State. I'm playing North Dakota State, the Bison, minus the one and a half at home against Portland. I'm on Eastern Illinois, minus the three and a half against IUPUI. And I'm on Central Arkansas, plus the seven and a half against Little Rock. NBA, I'm on the Pelicans and the Lakers, over the 230. And NHL, I'm on the Flyers and the Coyotes, under the six. So that's my card for Thursday. I hope we all enjoy a great day. I have to write a Christmas letter. I hope you enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.